Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. American Ground Radio. Sounds so good. Patriots ask for it by name. In fact, there's going to be an emoji for it pretty soon. Well, that's what I heard, isn't it? That's not true. That's true, right? Okay. to go to the moon and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. It is time for us to realize that we're too great a nation to limit ourselves to small dreams. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. American Ground Radio with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Pross. Three, two, one. This is American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Lewis R. Abalone. Okay, so Joy Behar uh-huh. of The View. Yes. She shocked audience members on Thursday, this was yesterday. She did when she. Well, yeah, it's she. It's so unjoy like to shock. People. Well, I understand, and uh-huh. you know, obviously, with someone with the name Joy, yes, she seems very joyless. I agree, but nevertheless, yeah, don't she even implied get me start on Whoopi. <laughs> yeah, really. Wait, what? Right? Don't even get started there. Okay. But no, she implied this was Joy Behar uh-huh. that Donald Trump voting residents of East Palestine, Ohio, yes. have no body. To blame but themselves what? for the toxic train derailment that's what? rocked that small Are town. Are you kidding me? She actually victim shamed? Well, take a listen. You you be the judge. People don't know why they would ever vote for him because for somebody who, who, by the way, he placed someone with deep ties to the chemical industry in charge of the EPA's chemical safety office. That's who you voted for in that district. Donald Trump. Who reduces all safety? He yeah. did. Do they show up at McDonald's and those voters yeah, but, saw something on the ground that yeah. probably it, resonates in a way that the they thing. need? Yeah, yeah, but they, they need to look past the photo ops, these people, and but, say who's doing the job here. Forget about the photo op. Showing up is a big. Showing thing, up, I think, is I think this is Donald Trump's fault. Wait, 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 wait. Why wouldn't you want to put somebody in the EPA division over toxic chemicals? Who understands something about toxic chemicals? Yeah, how, how do you police or enforce you, our laws? Can you imagine? They put actual physicians in charge of the health department. Oh, deep ties into deep the ties medical, medical community. community. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That, and by the way, what does having somebody in charge of the chemical division of the EPA under Trump, who's no longer there, what does that have to do with the train derailment that happened two years into Joe Biden's administration? How did Donald Trump putting somebody in the EPA chemical section have anything to do with a ball bearing overheating and causing a train derailment two years after Trump's no longer in office? Right. I mean, there, there, it, it was a mechanical breakdown. Right. And it's, it's the so that has nothing of, to do with the appointee of a chemical division. Not of the whatsoever. EPA. And, and by the way, it's a type of mechanical breakdown that is not 
something that maintenance right. or otherwise enforcing any sort of law or legislation would have prevented. Right. And, and yet her co-host, uh, what is this, uh, Sonny Hostin, uh-huh. she says, I think this is Donald Trump's fault. How, how, so how should we have been transporting these toxic chemicals? Uh, maybe through a pipeline? I thought the left hated pipelines. Oh, they do. Okay, so we can't transport it by rail. Oh, they. We they certainly can't do it by truck. You can't do it in trucks because those are diesel trucks. So we can't transport it by diesel trucks. I'm assuming you don't want to put it in an airplane because the airplane has carbon dioxide as it, it as it flies out. So we can't put it in airplanes. You cannot win with these people. How are we supposed to transport toxic chemicals? Because we need toxic chemicals for our life. I got to tell you this. I hate. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings here, but so so much of the of what you have in your home the clothes you're wearing on your body oh, the yeah. things that oh, are in your car it's impossible they are created with chemicals that on their own are toxic but see here's the thing and of course trump toured that community uh in East Palestine, Ohio before Buttigieg got there and st- Joe Biden still hasn't gotten there and Trump didn't just tour he brought in water and he brought in food oh, wait for a the emergency wait a workers. No, no, no. But Joey Behar said that was just a photo op okay. for the president. It was a stunt, she said. So the photo op actually did benefit the people who were there. It gave them free water, gave them free food, and thanked them for doing the work that they were doing. Pete Buttigieg went for a photo op the next day, but didn't bring anything to help the people. He's the Secretary of Transportation. He didn't actually bring anything to help the people in that situation. Yeah, it was a photo op for Trump. That's there's no doubt about that. But it was a photo op that he he designed to actually help people there, even though he's not part of the government. And see, these people. This is the thing you have to understand. The left despises you, and I'm speaking to our audience. They do. They, they think you're terrorists. They hate you. They, they think you're terrorists for voting for you Trump. You are as backwards. As Joy ignorant. Behar. She was saying that the people in East Palestine, Ohio deserved to have the train derailed oh, no. because yeah. they voted for Trump. That's what she said. I mean, and and by the way, they hate people like us. They do. I, and and like our, the people in East Palestine. She does not like those people. So Behar, she just kept getting more heated on this subject. Well, you got to be careful because if it overheats, uh, then it could explode. And well, then you'd that's have true. toxic I, chemicals for boy, a two-mile radius. Yeah, we may need to, to do a that. controlled burn. But Behar... One of her co-hosts said East Palestine was Trump country. She pointed out. It here's is. the thing. She pointed out that the Republican mm-hmm. Republicans won by 40 yeah. percent over Biden. Trump won by 40 it's points a over community. Biden in the 2020 election. There, find me a rural community where Trump didn't win by double. Digits. But what does that any of that have to do? With a tragedy like this. Nothing. With a crisis like this. Nothing, except that the left always turns everything to politics. Which, by the way, has contaminated 1.1 million gallons of water, 15,000 pounds of soil. And yet you've got this politician's response to the tragedy. Mm -hmm. Several politicians, especially within this administration, which is just, for all intents and purposes... Crickets. Well, what's interesting is the EPA, under a Democrat president, you would think that they would actually be going really hard and working on the cleanup and all this. But then you got to remember, oh, wait, no, this is the same EPA that actually caused a much more toxic chemical spill under the Obama administration. 
Some of these same people were working for the EPA under Obama when they did that. Remember that gold mine mm-hmm. in, in Colorado? Yep, yep. And they poisoned rivers, not just in the local area. They poisoned a river across four states. All right. Well, let's turn this around for just a moment, shall we? Okay. Okay. Flint, Michigan yeah. is overwhelmingly run by Democrats. That's the true. The state of Michigan is overwhelmingly run by Democrats. That's true. So under Joy Behar's logic, mm-hmm. the citizens of Flint should garner no sympathy None from whatsoever. the American people, should they? Because guess what? The they people voted for Democrats. Fl- they voted for it oh, yeah. again and again. You voted for, for lead in your water. That's what you get for. That's what you get for voting for Democrats in okay. that district. But this is again corrupt Democrats, by the way, who do nothing about your water supply. But this is again the difference between being pro-life and not being pro-life. The conservatives are pro-life and that's not just that we're anti-abortion but we are pro-life for everyone because every one of us was created in the image of god every one of us was created equal by the creator and every one of us has the exact same rights to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness the left doesn't believe that and so they think that when you vote for donald trump you deserve to have all your fish done but see whenever we run into a situation like this we simply need to ask ourselves What would happen if a nationally prominent conservative, let's just say Ben Shapiro, for example, Uh were to excoriate the people of Flint, Michigan, because they voted for it? It wouldn't go over well for Ben, would it? Not at all. Not at all. But more importantly, we have come to a cold grip of reality. Even if Joy Behar was, just brace yourself, Mm -hmm. even if she was right, Okay. And the rail regulations were, in fact, President Trump's fault. Okay. By, by the way, they're not. They're not. She's leaving off a small problem. What's that? Donald Trump hasn't been president for two years. Yeah, but he's been living rent-free in Joy's, Joy's brain for about six. Let's get to the top three things you need to know before tomorrow. First thing you need to know before tomorrow, on the one-year anniversary of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, the Biden administration announced a new round of sanctions against Russia. The sanctions target Russian banks, import and export firms, arms dealers, and minerals, metals, and chemical products used in the production of weapons and weapon systems. Total sanctions and tariffs are estimated to be worth $2.8 billion to the Russian economy. However, previous rounds of sanctions designed to degrade Russia's ability to wage war in Ukraine have largely been ineffective since China stepped in to buy oil and gas that Russia was no longer able to sell to the West. Well, and Russia's able to squeeze Germany. Yeah. I mean, for literally anything it wants. Well, they were, but the Nord Stream pipeline getting blown up kind of eliminates Russia's ability to have influence over Germany. Second thing you need to know before tomorrow, Congresswoman Katie Porter is accused of using federal funds for her own campaign videos and advertisements. The nonprofit organization Foundation for Accountability and Civic Trust filed an ethics complaint against Porter with the Office of Congressional Ethics. They accused Porter of using funds from her congressional office budget to run ads that, quote, contained identical messaging or or images to ads that her campaign ran and were oftentimes completely indistinguishable from her campaign ads. The ads were created by the same firm hired by Porter's campaign to make political ads for her reelection. Porter is one of three Democrats running for Senate, hoping to replace Dianne Feinstein. So is this a congressional inquiry by Republicans into a Democrat? This is gonna... a nonprofit. This is a nonprofit telling the, uh, the, the Congress 
uh, ethics committee, you need to check some out here. And the third thing you need to know before tomorrow, self-help guru and author Marianne Williamson announced she's running for president of the United States. Williamson ran for the Democrat nomination back in 2020, but dropped out before the first primaries due to lack of funding. Williamson has never held elected office and describes herself as a, quote, progressive Democrat. She's the first Democrat to officially announce a run for the 2024 nomination. You know, she probably would get more votes mm-hmm. than Joe Biden at this point. I don't think so. Oh, come on. I really don't. I don't I don't think she I don't think she's going to get any votes. She dropped out before the primaries last time. I, I don't think she makes it to the primaries again. Coming up next, we're talking with the American Mamas. Stick around. You're standing on American ground with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. You know, I hesitate to bring this up because, look, a mama is going to do what she thinks is best for her children. Of course. Right? And a good mother, yes. And oftentimes to the outside, someone might not otherwise understand why that mama is doing whatever it is that she's doing. May not agree with it. Okay. I understand. So Senator John Fetterman, okay. we know that he is well, he's in hospitalized the hospitalized with depression. Clinical depression. Yeah. Because his stroke, now he's battled depression apparently for most of his life, um, but since his stroke, he cannot understand what other people are saying. Well, he's not able to take care of himself. He's not eating. He's not drinking. Yeah. He's He's feeling more and more isolated. Which is what caused him to lose weight and become lightheaded. Mm -hmm. I I believe he he passed out during the State of the Union address Hmm. or fainted during the State of the Union address. Now his wife and two children have gone on a road trip to Canada. Now, again, the kids okay, so may have needed a little diversion. Okay. And maybe a little relief, respite from the worrying mm-hmm. of what's going on with their dad. Right. Maybe that's what she thought was best, but I, I don't... I don't know. I, I hesitate to bring this up. Just it just kind of is one of those. It just doesn't seem well, quite maybe, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because um, I mean, I, I mean, I would think you know if you're if you're really battling depression, knowing that your spouse is there for you would help. Um, but I'm like you. I don't know all the details in this. I don't know their relationship. I don't know the details of him being in the hospital. Maybe the hospital's got a no visitation rule right now. Maybe you know he's going to be in the hospital for two weeks, and they're not allowing him to see other people outside. So the kids were out of school, she said, and okay. so she just decided to go on a road trip. Okay. It just, it just, you know, there's a lot of folks that have accused her of. Being the one who has pressured him to yeah. continue yeah. in his Senate or pressured him to continue his Senate campaign when even he after the stroke. he should not have. It was not in his best interest. It was not in his best interest, and you can tell that because he's in the hospital right now suffering from depression. He did not spend the time he needed to recover from his stroke and to deal with himself first. And she, I, I do. I think she pushed him. I think, absolutely. I think she saw herself as the wife of a senator, and that was more important to her. 
well, like I said, it's important who you surround yourself with. But it certainly, is. I'm glad that I, the I senator is getting that, help, and I'll hope that she's making the right choice for her kids. We got a question for our American mama. Dear mama, how do you move past grief? Well, let's ask our American mama. Mama, mama. And joining us now, our American mama, Terry Netterville. This has been uh, something that's been on my mind. Uh, since Valentine's Day, uh, obviously yes. with the passing of uh, our other American mama, mm-hmm. uh, Denise Arthur, uh, because you cannot stay in grief. No, uh, grief is necessary. Grief, you know, for a time. My, my uncle's a, a minister, and as a you know, as a kid, I'd read Charlie Brown, I'd read Peanuts, all right. that, and I'd be all oh, good grief. So you know, with the minister, I'm trying not to cuss in front of my uncle, and I'd be like, oh, oh good grief, and you go, grief is not good. Uh, interesting. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. I think grief is necessary. Yeah. But you can't stay there. No, there's stages of it. And if you think about it, love and grief are a package deal. Okay. You know, I, I was just talking to a kid who lost his grandfather. And, and I said that, that the grief that we're feeling, the grief that we all feel when somebody we love with our whole heart passes away is really just all the unexpressed love that we didn't get to share with our loved ones during their time on earth. I mean, what a beautiful thing. If you think about it, we have so much love for them that when they pass away, all the love that they poured into us and all the love we have for them and even the stored up love that we were unable to express because there wasn't enough time on earth overwhelms our soul and is too much to grasp. And it manifests itself in the form of grief and um, it takes that level of love to feel this level of grief. And I just feel like that that is, it's almost like I don't want to, I, I think about this with my dad. I think about it with Denise. I think about it with Cherie and all the loved ones that I've, I don't know that I ever want to let go fully of that grief because it is that unexpressed uh, affection affection that yeah. I have that it will never go away there's ways you deal with it right like in the beginning it's harsh you cry you question why you know there's so much and then you get to this place where I am with my father where I am just so full of gratitude and the grief is in the oh I wish dad was here for this oh I wish I wish he saw right. the boys play I wish he saw summer at this point fall in love and you know I it's that kind of thing I never will get over the fact that he's not here I'll never get over the fact that I don't you know, Denise and I had so many plans with this right. medium we did. And so it's and just as friends. Yes. Oh my gosh. She yeah. was one of the greatest loves of my life right. because she was that level of a friend to me and right. to so many others. And so I think that it's because of the level of love that we have for her, that we have this level of grief and it's just disbelief in a way. But what's interesting to me, because the question is, how do you get past grief? Mm. You actually, this week, have started to have a bit of a change in your grief's journey. You know why? That's the question. Here's the truth of it is I had a one of the Louisiana Tech baseball moms called me. And it was, you know, just a couple of days ago. And she said, I need you to go to Ruston. I need you to be with A.D. Adarius is his name. I need you to be with A.D. when I call him and tell him that he lost his grandfather. 
His grandfather is the greatest father figure of his life because his biological father really wasn't in the picture. Right. So on the way there, it's interesting. The shift came because I've been grieving the mm-hmm. last week. It's been Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just horrible. But I've all, but I never lost faith and hope in God. Sure. But on the way there, on the way to Ruston, it's an hour and 15 minutes from here, I was asking God to give me the wisdom and everything that came to me to share. You know, that you're, I was in mama mode at this right. point, and I wanted to help him through his grieving process. You went into mama mode uh-huh. and focused on him. Yes. Okay. Our, our role is to nurture and help our children. Okay. So I was in mama mode, and as I was praying to God all the way to Ruston, I was thinking of ways to help him cope, help him heal, to be there for him, to say the words, ask God, please give me the words and the wisdom to say what I need to say, to touch his heart and move his spirit and help the beginning of this healing journey he's about to be on. Right. And in doing so, God was able to share with me things that I needed to hear from myself. So by focusing on helping someone else you were ending up getting words of wisdom that you needed for you. Yes, and I think that happens in um, all areas of our life, whether it's a, if we've gone through, you know, some women have talked to Denise and me about having to struggle with children who do drugs or they've had to lose a family member or maybe lost a family member that's not dead, but they lost them to politics, you know, that they Mm -hmm. don't even speak anymore. Oh, yeah. And it's through, um, whenever you go through something like that, I feel like that God pours so much comfort into you when you seek it, that when it happens to someone else, you're used, you're then used to help heal that person. And in doing so, and in the healing process, you become healed. By focusing on somebody else's needs a little bit more than your own. Yes. And isn't that God's way? And it's not that your needs don't go away. Right. They they don't go away. Your focus is on somebody else. And in doing so, it fills you up. If you'd like to ask our American Mama a question, go to our website, AmericanGroundRadio.com slash Mamas, and click on the Ask Mamas button. Terry Nettleville, thank you so much. Thank you. Coming up next here on American Ground Radio, we are digging deep. We'll be right back. There's more fresh roasted American Ground Radio brewing. So stick around. Mm, that's good radio. With Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. American Ground Radio, freshly roasted, award-winning blend. Taste and aroma so good, you'll want to come back again and again. That's funny. He never asks for a second cup at home.
Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Louis R. Avalone. Okay, and real quick, yeah. Senator John Fetterman, uh-huh. if anyone is calling for him to resign because they feel like he yeah. doesn't have the capacity to serve, yeah. the governor, the Democrat governor of Pennsylvania said mm-hmm. he will protest. He will push back. Mm-hmm. He will He'll put the hurting on you. Okay. He says that's not going to happen. That's not his plan. Okay. Nevertheless, speaking of not having the capacity to serve, Joe Biden says, well, he has said many times he is running for president again in 2024. Well, he's running to be reelected as president. No, 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 no. He's. Stephen, how many times does he have to tell you mm-hmm. that he's running? Now, I'm paraphrasing the First Lady, Dr. Jill Biden. He, he hasn't actually said he's running. Stephen, huh. take a listen to Dr. Jill Biden as she basically admonishes the reporter for asking the question again. Is there any reason for any of us to think that he is not running again? We've heard him say several times that it is intention it is his are you not believing this Darlene (laughs) I mean how many times does he have to say it until you believe it so then our go ahead I'm sorry well he's he says he's not done he's not finished what he started and that's what's important and I think uh look at all that Joe has has done has accomplished I mean he brought us out of the chaos and he did that. He was elected because people wanted steady leadership. And I think they saw that in Joe. Oh, just shut that, that off. We're, so there's no chaos right now? He brought us out of the chaos, there's Stephen. No, there's no chaos. You're telling me there's no chaos. He I hasn't see. finished I see. what he's wanted to do. No chaos. Uh, and okay, let me just so, say, if um, he finishes what he really wants to do, it'll be the end of this country. I don't think he knows what he wants to do. But let's just say there's no chaos. So so prices are stable? The prices aren't chaotic? They aren't just like fluctuating wildly? Supply chain is just humming along. Okay. Uh, there's there's no National security threat. Spill in Ohio. By uh, a balloon floating across the United the States. The Russian army isn't trying to take over another nation. Taiwan's not under threat from China. We haven't sent a billion dollars North to Korea's Ukraine. North Korea's not launching ICBMs towards the U.S. coast. And Housing we're not just shooting prices down. prices have declined We're not so freaking sp- uh, panicked that we just start shooting down balloons? No, no, We're, no. That's the there's, cri- there's no crisis. No, there's no, there's, this is there's no chaos. This is the age of stability. This is the age of American greatness. Uh, Don't you understand that? How many times does he have to tell you, Stephen? He's running for president. I, I, one would be good. Let's dig deep. Working in a coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in a coal Well, we've already talked about on the show how mask mandates didn't work, right? Not only did we point out that here on the show that that they weren't working during the pandemic, right, by saying there's no place on the earth where they had put in a mask mandate and two weeks later infections dropped and stayed down for the entire duration of the mask mandate. Yeah, and by the way, those are not opinion pieces that are written. That's 
That was the data. The science. We also pointed out how the masks wouldn't work even before they were trying to put in these, some, or at the first mask mandates going into effect, we, we pointed out this wasn't going to work because of the size of the virions of COVID were smaller than the thread size of the masks. We talked about that on yeah, Absolutely. There. Okay. Well, there's a new study that and, was in- and, and by the way, that uh-huh. the masks are only to prevent you from depositing your spit onto others. It's that, not to prevent- it You're doesn't breathing keep, in. Exactly. Okay. There's a new study out that was investigating the effectiveness of vaccine mandates in various cities across the country. So not mass, but vaccine mandates. Uh, we, we should follow the science, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is from George Mason University's Mercatus Center. That's not a right-wing organization, right? Not at all. Okay. We looked, they looked at the effect of public vaccine mandates in Boston, Chicago, Los Angeles, New Orleans, New York, Philadelphia, San Francisco, Seattle, and Washington, D.C., so in those cities, in order to go into public buildings or in to go into businesses, something like that, you had to show proof of vaccination. You had to basically the details varied from city to city, but the end result was the same. They forced local businesses to turn to their customers and say, let me see your papers. Show me your papers, please. Right. OK. And these mandates definitely had a negative effect on commerce and life in general. This is from their report, quote, Indoor vaccine mandates caused large disruptions for many individuals and businesses. New York City, for example, fired 1,430 city workers for failing to comply with its vaccine mandate. A survey found that over 90% of New York City restaurants reported having customer-related challenges, such as losing customers who objected to the mandate and 75% having staff-related challenges. Those are just a small fraction of the disruptions caused by the mandates. And we're continuing to see folks who have not returned to the workforce, right. for example. Exactly. And and many of the customers either for many of these businesses. All right. So what good did the vaccine mandates do? Here's from the report. Quote, we find no evidence that the announcement or implementation of indoor vaccine mandates in the cities listed had any significant effect on vaccine uptake, COVID-19 cases, or COVID-19 deaths. And this is largely consistent for all U.S. cities that implemented the mandate. For all U.S. cities. So there was no measurable effect. I mean, they did nothing but oppress people. Mm -hmm. They discouraged commerce, social living, socialization. There was no effect, good or bad, on public health. None. There's a huge negative effect on your liberty and on your pursuit of happiness. No effect on your right to life. I bet this surprised these researchers. That's what's really interesting is that the researchers expected to find something different. They believed going into the study that they were going to see the vaccine mandates provided a great benefit. Uh, Victor Mello was one of the researchers. He said, quote, we were all surprised. And I think we were all surprised as we kept going with this, how consistent the results were for all the cities. Okay, but you have friends in the medical profession, a couple, uh, yeah. as as I do, here and there, that were in favor of vaccines. They were staunch sure. supporters of the mask mandates. I don't know if I had actually anybody in the medical profession that was a friend of mine that was in favor of the mask mandates. But where I'm where I'm going, I've got a couple of folks in mind right now. Mm-hmm. I, I would be curious. Maybe we should have them on the show. Uh huh. How would they answer? 
to this study. So that's interesting. Is this an anomaly? Well, the center square decided to follow up on the study by asking the governments that put in the vaccine mandates if the data made them reconsider the wisdom of their actions. So they reached out to the mayor's, this is from the, the report, the center square reached out to the mayor's offices for all nine cities to present the findings and ask if their respective governments made a mistake but received no response. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. None of the nine cities even answered the request for information. Crickets. Well, because they have no way of independently verifying. More than likely, they don't have the numbers themselves. No, you can independently verify. Go look at the report. Go, Center Square just sent them the report, said, what do you think of this report? And they, the city said nothing. What that means is those city leaders aren't even trying to learn from their mistakes. And if you don't learn from your mistakes, then you're doomed to repeat them. Yes, I, I that's true. But I, I don't think we're going to ever repeat this mistake from mm. this pandemic. No, no, no. I disagree. These elected officials haven't learned their lessons. And that means the obligation to learn from this is up to us. Exactly. We need to learn from it and never vote for people like this into powers, positions of power ever again. No, no, no. We have learned from it. And I we're no longer going to be obedient to any state, to any government, to any bureaucrat that tells us otherwise. We'll be back. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Louis R. Avalone. You know, Kelsey Grammer is in that new movie called Jesus Revolution. I'd like to see that movie. I and think it'd be good. It's a true story uh-huh. of a pastor who welcomed hippies into his traditional congregation at the height of the Jesus movement, so to speak, mm-hmm. in California yeah. during the 1970s. It's been a while since there was a Jesus movement in California. Do you think? There is one going on right now. I mean, look not at in California, but OK, but look what's going on at the Asbury there revival. That is fascinating. You've got 50,000 Gen Zers uh-huh. participating in song and prayer mm-hmm. over several weeks. So now we're coming up on three weeks here. at uh, Asbury University in Kentucky. That is fascinating. And people have traveled from all over the country to be a part of it. And what's interesting is that the school isn't just letting outsiders in they're keeping it mostly the the, they're they're keeping priority on the students at the school so if you're a student at the school you can go in people from outside if you're trying to come in and you know capitalize on this or jump in on it they're like "Mm, we don't know who you are i mean you're welcome to listen and all that but we're going to keep seating for the students my understanding is they're also limiting the number of media Mm -hmm. that are allowed in as well because they don't want a distraction. Tucker Carlson tried to get in and they told him no. And Tucker Carlson went on a show and went, that's actually a good thing. I'm glad they told me no, because this shouldn't become a media circus that you've got to keep. If, if it's a real revival, you've got to keep the focus on God. So, you know, in this movie being released, Jesus Revolution. Yeah. It seems a little 
coincidental. Well, and the are, person starring in the movie, Jonathan Rumi, also plays Jesus in The Chosen, which has now finished up season three. They've had some big hits in the theaters, basically taking a TV show you can watch for free, and people are actually paying to go to the theater and watch it for money. And of course, you know, Jesus, the creator, is so very needed for our own country yep. and our very way of life. And the reason for that is that without the creator, there are no rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And there have been people that have been praying for revival. They've been praying for it. Now, we won't know if this was actually a revival or not for some time. But it's definitely not fake news. That's true. You are fake news. Hey, kids, here's how we play our game. I'm going to read you a headline. You tell me whether it's real news, fake news, or really fake news. Real news, it was published and it was true. Fake news. It was published, but it's not true. And really fake news. Well, that's just you making it all up. First one, Democrats want to make it illegal for dogs to stick their heads out of the window of cars. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? Uh, That's uh, Democrat. You just made that one up. Mm, that's real news. Florida Senate Bill what? 932. They want to make it to where it's illegal for dogs to stick their heads out of the car. How do you... I don't. Well, just, I don't. You have to give your dog a, a harness in the car and, and seatbelt them in. That'd be the the law. Uh, next one: the government of Spain decriminalized bestiality. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? That's real news. That is indeed real news. As long as you don't harm the animal, that's what the law says. <laughs> oh, that's just crazy. Because of the high price of eggs, the Texas legislature is considering a new law that would allow all Texans to keep chickens in their backyard. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? That's fake news. That's real news. Bill's All going, Texans could be allowed to keep chickens in their backyards. Oh, what could go wrong there? Uh, next one. Despite calls for boycotts, the new video game Hogwarts Legacy is the best-selling video game in Warner Brothers history. Real news, fake news, really fake news. That's real news. That is. Uh, so the LGBTQ movement to try and block it failed. They sold $850 million worth in the first two weeks. The Air Force's fastest computer is made out of PlayStation gaming consoles. Real news, fake news, really fake news. That's fake news. That is real news. 1,760 Sony PlayStation 3s have been uh, uh, woven together. They saved the Air Force perhaps as much as $10 million to build a supercomputer that's used to enhance the analysis of radar imagery. You've got to be kidding that's me. That's real news. Isn't that amazing? How about this next one? Meteorologists across the country are complaining that it's harder to predict the weather because the government gets shooting down their weather balloons. Real news, <laughs> fake news, really fake news. <laughs> you just made that yeah, one up. Yeah, that's a good one. Rolled doll books, James and the Giant's Peach and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory need to be written because they are manifestations of white supremacy. Real news, fake news, really fake news. Well, of course that's fake news. Yeah, but tell that to Penguin House. Uh, next one, Hollywood director James Cameron thinks that killing half the people on the planet is a pretty good idea. Real news, fake news, really fake news. Say that one again. Hollywood director James Cameron thinks that killing half the people on the planet is a pretty good idea. That's real news? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? He said, I can relate to Thanos. I thought he had a pretty viable answer. The problem is nobody's going to put their hand up to volunteer to be the half that has to go. Oh, my goodness uh, gracious. Yeah. So I have no desire to see uh, Avatar. 
Next one, aides had to use a wooden toy train set to explain what happened in East Palestine, Ohio, to Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Real news, <laughs> fake news, really fake news. He just made that one That's, up. That's, a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Joe Biden tried to gloss over the tragedy of the train wreck in East Palestine, Ohio, by suggesting folks there should just give up tap water for Lynch. Real news, fake news, really fake news. <laughs> that's, uh, that's really fake that's news. That's Babylon B as well. Hunter Biden asked his dad this last week to, quote, just go ahead and pick up my paycheck while he was visiting Kiev. <laughs> That's really fake news. That's really fake news. The U.S. has given more aid to Ukraine in one year than in the average annual spending during the war in Afghanistan. Real news, fake news, really fake news. That's real news. $46.6 billion versus $43.4 billion. Uh, New Orleans Mayor Latoya the Destroyer Cantrell has more police officers assigned to her personal security detail than patrol entire districts of the city. Real news, fake news, really fake news. You... That's real news, isn't it? WVUE reported when they asked the mayor's communications officer, he told the news agency they needed to, quote, exercise their right to remain silent. Oh, my. He told the press, because she's got four officers assigned to her. There are entire districts in the city where there are fewer than four officers assigned at any given point. They asked the communications officer about it. He went, shut up. But that's why she flies first class. It's too dangerous in coach. She needs the security. That's how we play our game, kids. Let us know your score on Facebook. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Louis Sar Avalone. You know, during Lent, Catholics uh-huh. on Friday, they eat only fish. Yeah. I had, no meat. I had fish for lunch. Now, you know, the history of that is back in Cincinnati, the very first McDonald's there in Ohio, uh-huh. or in Cincinnati, rather, was in an area that was predominantly Catholic. Okay. 87% mm-hmm. of the community there was Catholic. Really? So that franchise owner was mm-hmm. struggling because, of course, during Lent... They weren't buying hamburgers. They weren't buying hamburgers. Yeah. So he invented what is now known to be the filet fish The filet fish sandwich. Now, Ray Kroc, mm-hmm. who, uh, you know, of course... Is Founder the, of McDonald's. He was developing his own meatless sandwich called the Hula Burger. The Hula Burger. The Hula Burger. Burger. What's on the hula burger? The hula burger was a cold bun, uh-huh. a slice of pineapple, and mm. and Ray Kroc said, "I'm going to put your fish sandwich on a menu on Friday." Okay. I'm going to put my special sandwich on the menu as well. The hula burger, which is bun and pineapple, whichever sells the most, uh-huh. that's the one we'll go with. Do I have to tell you which one won out? Fillet of fish. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so anyway, so. That one owner, uh-huh. that franchise owner, became like a millionaire for coming up with the filet of fish sandwich. over d- overnight for just developing the filet of fish. Whoa! <laughs> wow! When I say whoa, I mean whoa. Katrina Cole was excited to be heading to the Nebraska State Cheerleading Championships with her high school, Moral High. But a couple of weeks before the big day, Katrina's cheerleader coach told her the other girls on the squad had to drop out for a variety of personal reasons. Katrina was the only cheerleader left at the school. Mm. The coach said Katrina could still go to the state championships, watch the other schools compete, but she said no. She wanted to go and compete, even if it meant she was the only one doing the routine. 
So that's what she did. Katrina got up on the platform all by herself and cheered her heart out. In the end, she became a crowd favorite. And even though she was cheering by herself, she ended up coming in eighth place out of 12 other schools in the state championship. That is fantastic. May your pursuit of happiness bring you joy.